All right, a little bit different intro tonight. <laughs> Didn't really ramp anybody up, did it? <laughs> a little no, bit different, pretty, guys. He's pretty laid back. He's pretty That's, laid back. Uh, Oliver Anthony. I'm sure everyone by now has heard about Oliver Anthony at this point. So uh, I just like I, that's another song he had out there. I actually had heard this guy before a few days before it went viral. I just happened to be on YouTube and it came up for whatever reason, and I hopped on there and I was like, I kind of like this guy. Yeah, I remember you posted something about that actually, and then all of a sudden it blew up and, and he took off and. Like Jamie thinks he's crazy, turned down eight million dollars. Actually, turned down two contracts. But hey, <laughs> yeah, you know. I do think he is. Um, no, I, I guess uh, you know probably what did it is that that guy's a patriot. He doesn't really take a side politically. I don't even think he follows politics. Just I've been kind of digging into into what he is and what he believes. And this guy's just upset and he feels crappy. He uh, had some mental issues actually because of how the how the country's going. And I think he just kind of speaks to everybody. Mm -hmm. I, whether whether you're with a Trump guy or DeSantis or whoever it might be, whatever it is, I think everybody feels this way. And uh, he's a big patriot when it comes to his rights. He just wants to be left alone and, and have the government. Everybody on the right, you mean, because they get Democrats don't like this guy. Very true. Democrats that. don't like him. <laughs> That's absolutely right. So, hey, I guess why don't we get rolling here? And, yeah. Uh, we can't not start without the Second Amendment. So. Here is our second amendment of well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And I can tell you what, with some of the things we're going to cover tonight, they're trying. It's, it's getting, I mean, it's at, it's everywhere. It's just every single time you turn around. Uh, let's go ahead and say hi to a few people. Trampas, good to see you. Good evening from the hanging field. I think he's knocking down some millet or something. Like he told me here. Awesome. Eric, good to have you with. We're going to see him on uh, Sunday this weekend, so uh, we're going to have him and his family out. It'll be a good time. There, if you're not doing nothing, drive down. We're going to have some uh, smoked pork butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on the river smoking some Coors Light. <laughs> Waylon, good to see you. Waylon Turner's good evening. Hey, Mr. MVE, I don't see him. Is he here? There yeah, he he's is, here. Mr. Oh, Brian. yeah, There we is. go. Zach oh, yeah. Meyer, JB for <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, you bet. We'd be a lot better off than we are with Joe, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and Paul, Paula, good to see you. She's always here. She goes, uh, years and beers ago, Marty, years ago. She goes, she said something about Mule Creek Junction was Marty did. Back. He said Mule yeah. Creek Junction was pretty good. That was one of the bands my mom. I think they actually uh, went to uh Wrangler Country Challenge. I ended up going to Nashville and they didn't uh they didn't win down there, but they didn't make yeah. it to Nashville. So okay. One shot cap. Welcome home, Patriots. Boy, I'm, I'm glad. You know, I hope everybody does think of us. We we try to be Second Amendment focused, but this is bigger than that. I think it's bigger than all of us, and that's why we're here, I think. Uh, you bet. You and bet. Uh, should we tell them right away what we're our, our, our last show is going to be? Yeah, for, go for uh, it, Clayton. In the crosshairs, our last show will be on the, the 11th, I believe, right? Yep. That's yep. the first month. Uh, there's no show next week, but uh, we're going to go ahead and drop that show. No hard feelings between us and KFYR Plus uh, streaming. It was awesome. Um, Great opportunity. It was. And we're, they told us we can come back anytime we want if we want to bring something up or talk to Jay Dillon there. Um, like I said, there, it had nothing to do with them. Jamie and I just kind of looked at it, uh, looked at the numbers. They, they come down to a numbers thing, mm -hmm. and they, they just aren't there as far as we're concerned. I know that was pretty good on their side as far as the, the viewers, but it was still pretty low as a whole. And it's so, time you got to put in. I don't know. A lot of people don't think it takes time. I mean, it takes time. It's tons of uh, time. Tons a lot of, of times time. I was busy on Sundays, and I'd have to get up, you know, an hour yeah. early before I went in and 
and uh, do all of do all the research we were going to talk about, print stuff off. So I mean, hey, time's money, and uh, absolutely. So and it's, that's just the way that one goes. And if it turns out someday we go back there, uh, we'd be yeah. uh, no problem going there. But we're going to drop that one and just focus on our uh, Friday show with Mitchell and Todd Mitchell, and then of course our Wednesday night live stream. So mm-hmm. it'll maybe free up a little more time. I can tell you, it, it was guys don't realize that. It's, yeah. <laughs> And a lot I mean, of work it was, that half hour. It was, it, I mean, I get an hour for lunch, but it was usually takes me by the time I got home and did that 45 yep. minutes. So when I get back, you know, time I got back from lunch, luckily I got, uh, I worked for a great employer and they didn't really care. If I was coming back 15 minutes late. So, <laughs> so you know. yeah, absolutely. Hey, David, good to have you. 1760 Sports. Uh, I don't know if he's done with his shooting circuit, uh, if he's been doing any lately. I haven't been on Fascist Book much. So, I guess I don't know, but uh, I didn't see that he was. So. And Lynette, good to have you. Oh, hey, Lynette. Hey, Lynette. Hey, you <laughs> She's got well, the I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait with these later, guys. Stay tuned here when we do the Patriot uh, Company of the Week. So, well, Dallas, should we get rolling here? You got it, Clayton. Let's, let's hit it. it. Uh, go. You want to start out? They want me to. Uh, you go for it. Go for it. I'll take the next one. All right. So, here are our first uh, subject, and I guess it's kind of that makes sense. Uh, California, Illinois already have these laws. Essentially, what's happening is states, they're always trying, especially the commie states, they're always trying to curb access, they say, to to youth uh, individuals for firearms, even though that's not the problem. So we're going to kind of tackle what's happening with firearm marketing bans. And mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you one a good example of how this is affecting everything. I just showed this to Jamie when we uh, went to look at an article on NRA. This is what you're going to find now when you hit the NRA, uh, like American Hunter or or American, uh, American, well, any of the ILA stuff, I imagine. I don't know if you can read this, everybody, but it says some states have passed legislation making it unlawful to communicate with those under 18 about broad categories of firearms, parts, and accessories. As a result, the NRA is now forced to restrict the sending of certain materials and information for these states. The restriction is made under protest, but we have to do this to comply with these states' infringement on the freedom of speech of the NRA and our members, supporters, and general public. Once this unconstitutional law is struck down or repealed, this restriction will be removed. And then it asks you to proceed. You have to enter your month, your day, and your year of your birth so that they can confirm you're 18 years or older, I think. In some states, mm-hmm. I bet it's even 21. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, I know that some of the, the other children, guns, Clayton. Yeah, children. Ch- all the way. Well, remember the article we just did? They're children up to 30, according to <laughs> yeah. one study. <laughs> yeah, Monday out in the crosshairs. I just couldn't believe that, up to 30. But this is where we're at, guys. I, I've always said this. They're coming after the Second Amendment. They've been doing that for decades. But I said the Second Amendment, the First Amendment will be the next one, and they're doing it. And there's mm-hmm. five parts of the, of the First Amendment, if anyone's not familiar with the Constitution. It ain't just religion and speech. Petition, assembly, and press are the other three. I'm telling you right now, they're really going after the petition. And you're st- seeing that right now, how President Trump's being he's being indicted, it seems like, every time he turns around. And with that, they're trying to keep him off the ballot now under the 14th Amendment, which is ludicrous. Um, but you know what? Nothing surprises me anymore. We have a communist party, and it's in a Democrat party, but that's a whole other rabbit hole. We'll get back on track here. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Zach. And it kind of isn't that against the First Amendment? It is, but unfortunately, these states mm-hmm. are run by leftist commies, and um, yep. they're just come. They're saying, "Take, oh, come, take us to Supreme Court." And so they're just going to go through all the yeah. channels. And um, I mean, I guarantee other states are going to pass this crap now too. To 
I can tell you right now, everybody thinks that, well, the NRA or groups like gun owners, they think our side's well-funded. It is not. Mm-hmm. Never has been. Not when you compare it to the left. No. They are so well-funded, they don't care if they drop $100 million. So they'll just get a Bloomberg or someone else to step up and mm-hmm. give them more. So they keep you in court, battle after battle after battle, hoping you have won, either concede, to make a deal, or just go away. Because they don't care um, if, if they have to take it to the, the, the highest court level because they know they probably can outspend you. And that's where we're at right oh, now. Oh, yeah. For sure. So, well. Anyway, I'm just going to kind of hit on this. Uh, two states, I'm going to I'm gonna really hit on. Of course, yep. California, you got Governor Gavin out there. He's a moron. By the way, he thinks he can now pass the 28th Amendment on his own. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, he hasn't read the protect, To protect your Second Amendment rights, Clay. Yeah, I'm going to protect the Second Amendment rights by abolishing it with the 28th. First of all, to even get there, you have to have, I believe it's two-thirds just to initiate an Article 5, okay? Article Mm -hmm. 5, and that's a convention, basically, of the state. But it's specifically, when you do that, it specifically is is focused on one thing, if people don't understand it. Actually, Gary Eminence explained that really good on your talk here about, oh, I don't know, last week, I think. I think it was last week, yeah. Yep. So go go grab that episode at, at iHeart while you're looking up uh, guns in the 701. Uh, <laughs> good information there you there. go. Catching up on something. Nice, nice lead there, right? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he thinks he can do this. And then if you do, say you can accomplish that and you can pass this amendment that way, you have to turn around then and send it back to each state. And then you have to have three quarters of the states. I didn't realize that either until I looked it up. It takes three quarters of the state legislators, legislatures, to ratify an actual amendment. that That's the process. There's no way in hell it can happen. Not right now. They don't have it. But uh, I wouldn't put anything past them. Like I said, well, I always say if Democrats lose, they change the rules. Oh, Who yeah. Knows? Yep, yep. Anyway, Gavin and J.B. Pritzker, they signed these laws and they banned firearm-related advertising that could be attractive or be considered to target children. And we're going to address that here just in a few moments. National Shooting Sports Foundation filed legal challenges to both the California and Illinois laws. They violate not only the First Amendment protected right of commercial speech, but they also work to eliminate the Second Amendment from the conversation. And this is the important part with the next generation of gun owners and outdoors men and women. They, lawmakers believe they can erase the imagery and the advertising that shows youth learning safe, responsible firearm ownership, ethical hunting traditions, the next generation will never understand the Second Amendment as their right to exercise when they become the legal age to purchase a firearm. And that's just it, guys. If you never know what your rights were, and they've been working on that in the government schools for years. Um, it's even in Lemon right here, Lemon, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. They have a worthless government teacher, and I don't really care who's listening. And here, here's this. I think Haley Strait is completely naive or dumb, one of the two, when it comes to Constitution. <laughs> Because I, I sat there and asked her questions in a teacher co- teacher parent conference, and she couldn't answer. She couldn't even tell me how many amendments they were right now, currently. And she's the government teacher, supposedly teaching about the Jeez. Constitution. I'm telling. She even thought the Second Amendment wasn't exactly a a, a personal right. And I said, Well, I mean, I've been, oh, obviously, course, I said you missed the Heller and the Bruin decisions, but whatever. <laughs> But, so going back, Clay, a little further than this, even in the end of the 2000s, everybody remembers um, Obama's attorney general, Eric Holder. Mm-hmm. The Democrats have been thinking about doing this for a long time. And here's a little quote from Mr. Eric Holder, the attorney general of the United States who is supposed to uphold the law and the Constitution, our civil rights. 
we need to do this every day of the week and we just really brainwash people into thinking about guns in a vastly different way you can look that up there's a video of this yes. pinhead saying this thing and this is exactly what this is doing they're brainwashing kids by not being able to see it to think they don't even have a second amendment right to own firearms or to carry guns or to hunt with guns or they, they just want to wash guns out of out of people's memories like most of these big city airheads are when it comes to your second amendment rights Oh, any rights. But yeah, Second Amendment especially, because they know right now, you and me, they can't get our generation. Uh, we've the, Those are, all, are you know on the right side, and those are the commies. They're set in their ways. They're not going to change their mind. Although you got the middle-of-the-road ones, and, and I can honestly say I know we, we tweaked Jay's uh, interest. Yeah, oh, yeah. On Jay, for sure. He's, yeah, he, he even admitted as such. So. Yep, that we've taught him a lot about the yeah. Second Amendment. And so it can be done, but it's far and few between. But uh, essentially, this whole article goes on about the next generation of Americans. They won't learn about Second Amendment freedoms because they won't know about them. And if they don't know about them, gun control politicians, well, they're going to have an easier time getting elected, of course. They're going to appeal to that emotional state of, of people. And then they'll get in there and they'll start voting for these things and nobody will fight against it. You know, you and me and how many people listen to this show, either live or on the podcast, we all fight for that right every single day. And we shouldn't have to, but if we didn't, we wouldn't have it. I mean, it's plain and simple. And mm -hmm. that's with all our rights. If they don't teach it, then they don't anymore. I, I, to me, the best thing you can do is pull your kids out of them schools and homeschool them today. And I know that's not an option for everybody, but I'm telling you right now, where you need to get on the school boards and you need to kick the federal money out of them schools because that's where it's coming from. And this will lead into this too about federal money go, go ahead i know you want to say something yeah there. no i was just gonna say um one of the things they're targeting the youth here with in california and illinois are advertising for youth model firearms right i never grew up on a youth model firearm clay but i know i see a lot of them now which is cool yep. because i i remember struggling as a young young kid trying to get that stock up you know you leaned way back yep. and you couldn't quite hold it and you weren't ready for it and you know because that's what parents are going to teach their kids about safety and, and and safe gun handling with now but you can't advertise those guns in these states because that would be, you know, that's a big against, you know, against their law here. Especially what is the name of the stupid laws anyways? I guess I never even. I didn't go look them up, honestly, um, to see what the name, how they named them. It's yeah. probably something about gun safety yeah, for gun. kids or something. So you know? I see in the comments here, Zach says, so they're, so they don't want young people to learn gun safety. <laughs> they don't, Zach, they don't want you to learn gun. They, they say they do. They're all about safety till they're not because they don't want them teaching it in school or anything about gun because right. then they, they learn about guns and they, they want to wipe everything clean about guns and and when they can do that clay when the people growing up the more people they got coming up who don't know about guns gun safety or anything about guns it's so then they can yep. we, we can pass gun bans easy as we want because they don't believe well, you got a right to them because they weren't and, and i run into that now i mean just working with kids having them out to our place you know shooting for the first mm -hmm. time they are oblivious to what their rights are. They, you know, I had, I've actually had kids that have been in that 14, 15 year age bracket, you know, that are friends with my sons. I put a, so I, know, I put my suppressor on. Like, oh, I didn't even know you could own them. I thought they were <laughs> illegal. I thought they were just for hitmen and poachers. Yeah. You know, you know, they play their video games and that's how they're portrayed yeah. there, even. Just a military yeah, can have those. Only the military. Yeah. And I explained to them that, yes, you can have a suppressor. It's, I said, it's ludicrous. You have to, you know, have a $200 tax. Stamp. It is. I tell them everything because they're at that age. They can understand it. And they go, well, that's kind of dumb. I go, I agree. And boom, we have a new shooter and probably a new uh, 
conservative voter, hopefully. I said, wait till you start paying taxes, kids. You'll really become conservative. Yeah. <laughs> but Eric says it was monkey arms and youth guns. Eric, I agree with you. I, the one thing I do have <laughs> is long arms, man. And that was definitely to my advantage when it came when it came to to uh, basketball and shooting guns. So and it is nice. And you know what? I will. I'm gonna really go on this. And this is a great point in this article. And I got to mm -hmm. touch on that. Is yeah, go for it, Clayton. They talked about how manufacturers now offering smaller calibers, smaller gauges. They're they're they got actual youth stocks or guns you can grow into and they do well, we mm -hmm. use several of them in the banquets where you could add on to onto that stock yep. so that the kids could grow into them just like bows uh you can grow into a bow now they've, they've really come weapon a long of war. weapon of war that's right <laughs> but here's the catch so right now can anybody under the age of 18 fill out a 4473 and buy a gun nope that's right nope is the answer nobody so I, when they pass these stupid things that they just did now, you know, enhanced background checks for 18 to 21 year old, it's just ludicrous. I mean, that's a whole different thing. So if you're not 18 years of age in this country, you cannot fill out the 4473 and you can't take the background check. You cannot purchase a firearm. So mm -hmm. then all these youth guns are being bought by who? Adults. Adults, either a guardian or an instructor or the actual parent, maybe an uncle. I mean, they're all being bought by somebody to be used by the kid and, and basically under supervision, let's face it. That's what, what they're all geared towards. Yeah. So just by that alone, then why on earth would they have to pass laws to restrict firearms advertising that's going to target children and, and youth because they're not geared towards them they're geared towards the parents so that they'll go buy them for their kids therefore they're going to make a lawful purchase and that just tells you that their idea is not about has nothing to do with gun safety nothing at all it has absolutely what we just hit on it's brainwashing it's to eliminate the idea that guns are safe that they're common that they're easy to use they are for children. It's okay. It's not a bad thing. I know that some people think that's horrible, but it's okay. My kids have been shooting since mm -hmm. they were able to really pick up a gun and shoot it properly. Yeah. Um, and I'm proud of them because, you know, like I said, I always reference Layton. He loves to shoot pistol. and He's pretty damn good at it because I taught him correctly. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, and then there's a few more things there. You want to add anything to that? Because I, I know there's one thing here about – shooting sports in general yeah yeah so they're gonna they're talking here about the usa clay target league suspended activities in california after this banning advertising that was attractive to minors was signed into law because with that clay uh carries a twenty five thousand dollars civil penalty for any in each instance of firearm relating marketing to persons under the age of 18 so they basically wow. shut it down in california and and, and hey, these um, clay target, these clay shooting in, in high schools and whatnot. Going to be a big thing. It's growing big here. Um, I'll give you some numbers here for it. Uh, USA Clay Target League President John Nelson said Minnesota's statewide clay shooting competition drew nearly 8,000 student competitors from 340 teams this year. When he started in 2009, there were only 10 in that competition. So that, and I can attest to that. Up. I uh, did a little work out there in Minnesota when we didn't have a rep. So I got to meet some of these people. I tell you what, Minnesota, above all places, think about it. Minnesota was basically the example. They were the ones that led the charge 
to to create the trap shooting leagues and get them within the high schools and get them on board. And they are the people that showed everybody else how to do it. They took that first step, mm -hmm. and I'm telling you, it has just exploded. I, I know we've got them around here now, and I'm sure you guys do too. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, there you go up north when something's going on here with that. I mean, you, <laughs> it's crazy up there. I love <laughs> to see it. So, And I'm not even a big shotgun guy. When I was younger, I definitely was in the shotguns. But anyway, so nationwide, Clay, there's more than 1,500 teams and nearly 45,000 participants. That's according, again, to this USA uh, Clay target shooting thing. But so what's got to – what's really got to tick off states like uh, – <laughs> Illinois and Chicago here is Arkansas's Game and Fish Commission recently announced the creation of its new shooting sports division, uh -oh. which elevate, uh -oh, <laughs> elevated the shooting sports from a program to a full-blown department within that agency <laughs> that will have a concentration on growing the youth shooting sports. Ooh. Boy, boy, oh. boy. Boy, yeah, no, you, yeah, so you can't, stuff like that, you obviously can't even do that in Illinois, right? In California, I mean, because if you do. Not their new deal. Yeah, yeah, like Zach's is a California even part of the U.S. anymore. I mean, technically, <laughs> Zach, it is, but in my mind, they haven't been part of America. I mean, one one of the <clears throat> my great influences in my life is my Uncle Casey, who's dead now. He, he lived in California, man. I get reports from there. And, I mean, anyway, well, yeah. it, uh. Well, yes. I always wondered what it would take to put charges all along the fault lines and just let it go into the ocean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get them I didn't, I didn't say that. Rocking, say that. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, Clay, it's not um, – the effort to erase responsible firearms ownership from the minds of our youth is getting a boost from, guess what, Clay? Home. The federal government, the Biden administration's Department of Education stripped funding for hunter ed and archery programs after deliberately – misrepresenting the bipartisan safer communities act so hey if you're just like if anybody's listening to just straight archery and you hey i tell you what you guys and we bang on each other a little bit on this show about it but uh we're in the same boat here because they're, they're coming for you like i some clay said archery earlier that's why i said weapon of war i can guarantee you that yep. they see that as a threat to people and a lot of kids who get into archery clayton i shot tons of archery when i was a kid you get into guns to it it's just a natural progression oh, for yeah. a lot of things here. But so anyways, this Bipartisan Safer Communities Act. And a good thing about it is a lot of people in Congress, um, they're pissed about it, which they <laughs> should be. So uh, governors and attorney generals, National Shooting Sports Foundation, there's House Resolution 615, yep. a resolution that's been introduced by Representative Glenn Grothman from Wisconsin, condemning the Biden administration's attack on schools that educate students on responsible firearm handling which is great. I didn't look into that too much, Clay. We should probably and see if uh, somebody we're well aware of in this state is on board with it or any neighboring states we got. I'm, I, I recommend this guy for doing that. That's awesome. Yeah, and I haven't, I'll be honest, I just haven't had time. I'm going to look up that resolution and see yeah, exactly these. who's signed on to it because uh, uh, and read it first. But uh, I imagine, I know who Glenn Grotham is and, and he seems like he's pretty solid for mm -hmm. the most part. So I can't imagine an Armstrong wouldn't sign on to it, and yeah. Alfred E. Newman down there in South Dakota, Dustin Johnson. But you never. He does know. look like him, man. Clay told Aww. me he called him that. I laughed too. But <laughs> yeah. So don't forget. I guarantee you they're trying to pass these as like uh, some gun safety. They're. I guarantee you they're saying gun safety about it, and they're trying to claim it's going to stop crime, but it's not. All this is doing is trying to erase um, the future for a for youth for a Second Amendment. 
their right. They're trying to get rid of their rights. And the Democrat, oh, our rights are under attack, our abortion rights, and all these other invisible rights they're talking about. But an actual civil right like the Second Amendment, they don't have any problem trying to erase it from, from uh, America's youth minds. I want to encourage you. I want to encourage everybody that's listening and then go tell your friends and have them tell their friends. I want you to go and tell them, you know what, maybe this is okay. Let's kick the feds out. Let's start kicking federal money out of our schools. I've been saying that for decades. It has no place there because they can, look at this. You don't do what they say, we'll just take your money away. So we have a big fund. Yeah, of money. Well, it's called the Pittman Robinson money, and each game and fish department gets them in your state. Start petitioning your states. Call your state game and fish mismanagement organizations. <laughs> that would be North Dakota Game and Fish and South Dakota Game and Fish Parks in the Dakotas. Get a hold of them and tell them, you want to see some of that money. Let's replace that money from our taxes that were paid on hunting and fishing licenses, uh, equipment, lures, whatever it might be, because everything gets this tax. And let's get that into those schools to keep supporting them programs. Let's kick the feds out. Let's use our own money that's already been collected rather than, and I've never liked the fact that Game and Fish is in charge of that money, but they are right now. So call them people. Jeb Williams is the guy to get a hold of in North Dakota. I don't know who it is in South Dakota anymore, but you need to call the Game and Fish and tell them, hey, we want to see you guys take that money and we want to budget some of that to put back into these schools to replace the money lost for these archery and, and uh, shooting mm -hmm. sports programs because I can't think of a better way to use it. And it is one of the things they can use that money for. Yep, but that, that's yeah. how you can. That's how you can do I mean, it. Without, you without be part of youth, it. without youth being into archery and and hunting, and guns, um, game and fish, you, you guys ain't gonna have much of a job left. So, yeah, exactly. Oh, that'll never happen, Gene. You're not that bad. So we got a comment here, uh, our buddy Dave Fedig. You would think the government would like to see the youth develop basic shooting skills because enlistees require <laughs> less training and be more effective marksmen. I don't know, Dave. The way the the way the people run in the military are now, a lot of them. I don't even think they want people to be good. More, I mean, are, are and I, there is. Don't get me wrong. There's tons of good people in our military and signing up. But the, I mean, uh, where Ann Paul said it, he thinks they're trying to to, to like beta eyes our military. Yeah, and on I, purpose. I, they want us weak. And yeah, if, if I tell you what, if anybody does not realize at this point that the Democrat Party is the communist party and our, I mean, and finally I'm hearing even the mainstream, some of the people in that mainstream talk about this, then where have you been? Because that is what the Democrat party is today. Now you might not be one if you're part of it, but I guarantee you the national party and those that are running it and those that they are, that's their platform. Look, it's just like the, the whole pillar of pillars of Marxism. Yeah. Hey Shiloh, good to see you here tonight. I see you tuned in. Thanks for tuning. By the way, Shiloh, I did uh, see that you called. I was under a stack mover when you called. Called back and left a message, but get in touch with me and we'll figure out something. Maybe it's a good subject for here's the deal. Um, I know you guys cover about everything, so maybe uh, maybe we need to cover some of this, especially in our local schools losing their funding. Yeah, no, Zach nailed it here in the comments. Our government doesn't want kids to learn how to protect themselves. That you're exactly right. They don't. Oh, look, look at what happens when you pass down your ground laws. The Democrats go ape ass <laughs> over it. They, they be wild, wild it. west. Going to kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, our car accidents are going to turn into big shootouts. And now we got what thirty-seven? Is that thirty-seven states have some form of open yeah. constitutional and it, carry? And it never turns out like they claim, Clayton. You, hey, Clay, you want to hit our first advertisement here, and let's we'll, and we'll hit on the next. Uh, 
and and I gotta apologize. I have not been able to fix that audio. I tried today. Oh, we have on, to man. we have to just do something different, probably. But <laughs> here we go. Lauer Auto Repair, one of our main sponsors. We're at Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. Or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having. And when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your Pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our Pro Second Amendment, Pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. And again, thanks to Lauer Auto Repair, Doug and the guys down there, 309 Washington Street. South Washington Street, 701-258-6308. I tell you what, they do a fantastic job. I know Leon's been in there, Brad. I mean, we they've actually had a several oh, customers go in there, so I'm yeah. glad to hear that. When you go Scotty. in, say you heard it right here, Guns of the 701. Absolutely. Appreciate that, you guys. Hey, everybody. I mean, we got to rub each other's back here on, on being being good Americans oh, yeah. and patriots. You can go. Maybe you might have your favorite uh, repair shop, and you go in there and I ain't saying they're they're not nice people, but guess what? Behind that nice smile, it might reside a heavy Joe Biden supporter. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna slip Ooh. this in here right now, guys. If you're interested, it's the shirt I'm wearing. Here we go. I, I decided <laughs> to take that mug shot last week. I'm taking some of these shirts with me down to the to the rally, and I'm I know I'll be able to sell them in line, but. Making mug shots great again, the commie Democrat campaign strategy. <laughs> if you're interested, go ahead and let me know. Guns at gunsandthe701.com or text message me. We can figure out your size and we can definitely get you one of these shirts. Because I sold a few this weekend even down there at, uh, <laughs> at our at their little reunion that uh, some friends of ours are holding you at our Just cabin. make sure you get a picture with Trump with your g and I'm going to try. I'm going to try my best. I yeah. truly am. Tell him, get your boy Eric Trump and Don Jr. checking it out. I know they're big <laughs> gun guys. So, so Shiloh had a couple things. You mean it's legal, the Uniparty? Legal gun guys. Not like uh, Biden's son. Not like Biden's son, yeah. Go ahead. I didn't mean to You mean it's yeah. the Uniparty? It's no longer Democrat versus Republican or good versus evil? It's about the truth, Shiloh. Um Really, the, when I look at the voting records of our, our so-called conservatives, you know, for North Dakota, they they vote a little bit better than most of the Democrats. They just haven't swung that pendulum all the way over yet. Uh, but, you know, my one of my pastors once said it best. He goes, well, he says the Democrat Party, they're running towards socialism and communism as fast as they can go, high gear. But he says Republicans are just at a slow trot. And that that statement is so true yet today. It really is. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just going to add this in there right before I move on, though. Hoven and Kramer and Armstrong all voted like mid 90% with Trump on all his deals. So they're, they're, we're not lost yet here. But. I'm not saying they're, I'm just saying we could do a lot worse. They do piss me off on a lot of their votes, but they do. Well, you look at the, uh, well, we just talked about it, that Safer Communities Act, and you look how, how many Republicans yeah, yeah, joined. Kramer, Kramer and Hoven voted for that. See, that's. And we could have shut it down. It took Republican votes to pass it out of the House. 
and it didn't have to happen. We own the house, and it's Armstrong still did vote against that in the house. He did. I, do I didn't I do look believe. at Dusty's vote, but all right. I, anyway. that, I, that's how you do it. You have to hold these people uh, responsible when they when they do something like that, and they vote. You know, they vote wrong. See, and a, let them know. I'm just gonna say one more. We got a comment. Your Hovind isn't to be trusted. I, I okay. I, I'm not gonna disagree with you, but I just said he voted with with Trump 95. percent So what does that say about Trump? And Trump endorsed him. So, I mean, you know, we got to be careful how we're saying this kind of stuff because if you're going to just, hey. I can tell you right now. What was a commie? Well, Trump endorsed a communist then? I mean, come on, guys. Let's, I'll let's tell you it. a little bit about Hoven and his record because I, I that's what I do. You know me. On the on the, on the, on the guns and 7-1 side, I, I take and analyze the, the political part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Hoven's record on the Second Amendment, it isn't stellar. I mean, it isn't 100%. It isn't like Christy Gnomes was down there in South Dakota when she was in the House of Representatives. And she's got a really good one with, with uh, South Dakota as a governor. But it was pretty darn good. I mean, uh, it was definitely better than any Democrat that North Dakota's had. That's for sure. When you look back oh, and see who we've had. Guys like Conrad and, and those guys. Yeah, Joe Heidkamp. Heidkamp, any of them. Heidkamp <laughs> went full freaking lib as soon as she knew she wasn't going to be elected again. Either of them. I'm talking both of them. Both of them, absolutely. So. When you look at that on that issue, um, usually even on right, you know, we don't go into the other issues here, most, but right to life, things like that. Hoven's been, I mean, he's been in there in that higher percentile. Now, when you start talking about spending money, he's like a drunken Democrat that hasn't can't yeah, get enough money. Clay, but so is Trump. Oh, I didn't Trump, say Trump Trump's wasn't. Trump gobs of money too, so he did, and I was against those things. I know, that's, but that's what I'm saying. When we, hey, who's okay? Okay, if Hoven sucks, who's going to beat Hoven? Who are we going to get to beat Hoven? Well, I didn't say that we. I'm not. I'm just. I know, pointing out my, to everybody. That, I know, uh, but my point is, if we're going to say Hoven's a, a rhino and a piece of crap, and and he's a leftist, and if you, if, well, if he, he is a truly, rhino, if he truly was a rhino, is what I'm saying is there's no way he'd vote with Trump 95 percent of the time. Then, no, I mean, but I can tell you, Hoven's a rhino. Um, his votes were maybe a little better than what he is. I, I can tell you I've dealt with that guy. He's a rhino. He was a rhino when he was a governor. Um, yeah, but how does he vote with now, Trump that much of a percentage then, though? Does that mean Trump's a rhino because he supported Trump's agenda? Well, Trump had some rhino initiatives. There's no doubt about 95%, it. 95% though? Um, no, not 95%, but he liked to spend money. All right, I know. I'm just hey, and that's where I put. I'm Hoven. just devil's advocating here. Devil's I know you're advocating. <laughs> devil's advocating. And I'm, I'm yeah, I'm advocating for the devil. And I'm going to vote for Trump again because I know that he's the only guy that can do it. Uh, none of the other candidates can do it right now. Mm -hmm. They're just not going to do it. And I, you know, I just the way it's going to be. He's going to be the nominee, and uh, whether you like Trump or not, he's your nominee. And I can't. Uh, it's kind of like what you're saying. What's our What's our option? Biden. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, like Zach, Zach says here, you got to pick the best, worst person. Right, and I agree with that. That happens. Not all of them, but the vast majority of, of, of your choices are going to be that way. But, um, you know. Uh, there, David you could, got a great point there. You could clean them all out, and then within a year, the same thing is going to happen. Go yeah. ahead, Clayton. Well, David points out, and you were at the same convention I was at. What we saw at the convention with Holden. That was BS. It was complete bull. It wasn't all Hoven. I mean, I'm sure Hoven was right there to back it, but that was a, a, a instigated, well thought out plan to basically make sure that Hoven was the nominee and not Becker. When you stop the oh, convention, yeah, yeah, and that I was mean, all Perry Schaefer. I I think Perry Schaefer is one of the most evil people I know. 
We're going to find out in, in, in uh, next year when we go. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun, ain't it? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So it, it'll be fun in our district to see who gets to be on that uh, slate of people because uh, after we threw out the bums in District 31 for the most part, including Perry Schaefer from even having an executive seat, I'm pretty sure he's coming gunning. I have no doubt. And, and any of you guys in them districts, by the way, why are you so quiet? quiet? Get active again. You, these guys didn't quit. They probably went into overtime, and they're coming for you at the next reorg. Don't don't think they just went away. Oh, I got my uh, D thirty five um, corn and brat feed coming up here in a few weeks, so I'll, I'll talk. You know, yeah. Usually Hoven's there, so and a lot, a lot of others. I got uh, I got some outdoor things I want to talk to my to my uh, representative center about. That's right. You know what I want to talk about, Clay? What's your first thing? I think. What do you think I'm going to talk about? Oh, I imagine the uh, the Safer Communities Act. Yeah, <laughs> that's not going to be it. I'm oh. talking the state act <laughs> to my my local reps. Oh, you're all. It's going to be, oh, it's going to be getting, a, getting a bill in there. Yep. Guess what? You're going to have to put in for them bow tags for units, and just like you do a rifle tag, that's the first thing I'm going to talk to them about. And I'm going to do no different with our own people here, especially with Dawson. Yep. You know, I, I helped Dawson yep. out a lot, so I want him to really look at this. And I wish I could have made the I'm even out, man. You guys have been carte blanche for too long. So, yep, absolutely. And if you guys haven't, that, if you don't know what we're talking about, go, we got it in a lot of the previous shows, yeah. but uh, we'll do another yeah. one here. I'm yeah. sure we will. And, right uh, before. If you're bull hunting in, in my rifle unit this weekend, which is 3B2, I hope you don't get anything. <laughs> and and if you're, you're bow, bow, go ahead if you're getting does go for it and if you're in 3f2 uh don't don't even ask because uh, <laughs> i'm not gonna let you hunt uh, uh i know what the deer are i know the population on the place here we gotta tweak we all got guys, days, so. we gotta tweak you uh hardcore bow hunters a little bit i bow hunt but i'm definitely <laughs> not passionate about it like rifle hunting so anyway clayton anyway speaking anyway. of hunting that's what our next conversation yes. is going to be about here. Um, uh, and Eric had this question on Facebook today, I noticed. He's, okay. You know, we didn't, or not, was it Facebook? I don't remember. I was doing so many things. Talking about how we didn't do the poll, he thought the poll was going to be about this subject, and uh, we All didn't right, do Eric. one. So, so here's what we got, though. This is kind of one. Yeah, real quick, Eric. The reason I don't do the poll every week is one week it was real low and nobody participated, and it pissed me off, so I do it every other week. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I know candy ass reason, but whatever. well, and All I right. knew that I knew you were going to do this subject, so I figured that was part of yeah. it too. So the poll, so the the the, the poll, the next thing we're going on here is um, <laughs> our next shots are they That's are they one. ethical? Is is the next shot an ethical shot on a deer with with your rifle, Clay? And so the this, the article starts out here. It's American Hunter. Well, let's say before you go, yeah. Um, let's ask, let's have everyone chime in. Do you think that a neck shot is an ethical shot? Yeah. And ethical is a, uh, everyone defines it differently, I guess. Um, I have, I myself think you can make, I think you can make an ethical shot with a neck shot. Yeah. I'll, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. What I would, so I would say there is, there is a shot in the neck, Clayton, Clayton, man, I'm just, Having yeah. Joe too many uh, cord lights there. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got one here. But um, the, where you can hit him in the neck, deer do have a carotid artery, Clay. It's right in the middle of their neck, and I'd say yep. that sucker goes back about mid jaw, straight back, and it starts curving down towards the heart. But you got right behind there. I would, I want to guess you got about eight inches of that carotid artery where you can pop them there, well, and yep. they will bleed out quick. And I got a story about when I tried to do that, but we'll. I'm going to start off the story here. I'm going to read a, this little paragraph here, and then uh, 
we'll, we'll get into the discussion about it. So yeah. it says a common item of discussion among big game hunters, especially those fairly new to the sport, is proper placement of the bullet. All of us agree that a vital area must be a target. Yes, but that includes several options. To be safe, the majority of hunters will strive to put the bullet in a chest area where it strikes one lung, preferably two. Some intentionally shoot a bit lower to hit the heart. Some shoot higher to spine them. And then there are those who like a neck shot. And they like it for two reasons. First, when the spine is hit, the animal drops in its tracks, which is true. You can hit them dang near anywhere in the spine, just not in the neck. Second, which is what I hear most about, uh, not much meat is wasted with the neck shot, Clay. Yeah, I've heard that one too quite a bit. And, it, you know, if you miss the spine. That kind of depends spine, on the bullet you're using. <laughs> right, which is going to be part of what I'm going to tell you. Um, if the spine is missed, you can hit the nape or scruff, the windpipe, the esophagus, or any other meaty, vital, free area. Any of these instances, the quarry can survive long enough to successfully elude you or make a complete recovery. And I did have one of my buddies um, with the same exact bullet that I used, actually, is a 125-308 um, Nosser ballistic tip, which is an mm -hmm. awesome bullet. But when it comes you to next, found shots, some of them again, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, hit it. That's exactly what he did. Muley Doe was going to try to, you know, do the meat shot and stop it. Hit it in the windpipe, hmm. and he thought he missed. And I'm like, no, you hit her low in the windpipe. I could see her just gasping. Right. You know, luckily didn't jump the fence. We walked over there, and she was laying there. I don't know how the heck this deer was still alive, but it wasn't. Uh, and then finished her off. But uh, you know. That's what, but that was a longer, far longer shot than I had. I think that was 300. I mean, right. You know, good marksman and nothing. But, uh, I, uh, the, the time I tried to clay, it was a muley buck. I do have his, uh, Euro mount in my garage. Um, I, I wounded him. I wasn't sure I hit him, but I know I, I wounded him and I followed him around and I seen him get up. And I thought I had this tree, you know, the Buffalo berries around. I'm like, he's got to be laying in here. I ranged it was 210 yards, and like I said, Nosler 125, 30 cal, 308. Mm -hmm. He he stood up, and I could see he was kind of wobbly. So I drilled him again right in the neck, which I and man, that's making noise when I hit him. And uh, I then he dropped immediately, and I thought, boy, that's it for him. Um, got on the phone, called my dad. You know, dad got a got a buck down. Bring the bring the unit out. Let's load him up and. <laughs> was going to call my wife or one of my buds or something turn around there he is standing up again i, I was completely <laughs> shocked so <laughs> i ended up having to smoke one you know get him through the lungs again but yeah i went over and uh that that bullet went in i, I don't think i did hit him on the carotid where i was aiming it was a little off but um man it didn't go in too deep i want to say like two or three inches because you know that neck's just a big solid big lump of solid yep. so i mean i think that that bullet I mean, it wasn't going super fast. I was shot out of a 16 inch barrel, so but it blew up and uh, man didn't kill him. Uh, and I was really disappointed. I, I felt I almost felt bad if I wound an animal like that. I feel bad because he was hit twice, and you know, but um, and uh, three times actually because the third one I had to take to kill him. And then other, you know, still got got over there. He was done, whatever. But. Uh, one other time, my buddy, the same guy who shot the doe in the neck, the same bullet, same rifle, uh, he, he had wounded a buck, and he got up, and he was about to jump the fence, and I said, shoot him right in the freaking middle of the neck about five, and he did. He hit him right in that sucker, dropped him dead right there. Deer bled out like a son of a gun. It was a clean gut, but, uh, you know, if you get him in the right spot, that is that is a great shot to hit him, I think. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. There you go. This guy, uh, the natural one, <laughs> one inch below the ear, right on. Yeah, That's... and uh, I've been kind of keeping track here so far. We yeah, got go for it. I was getting yes pretty windy and... there. No, that's okay. Seven yes and zero no. So okay, seven respondents. Uh, okay. Either this way. And hey, no, I'm Zach, not against the neck shot. I'm definitely not against shooting him in the neck. I gotta let you know, Zach Meyer placed an order through our store for some uh, guns and seven hundred one gear. We appreciate right that. Right on, Zach. Um, Thanks, I just buddy. seen appreciate that come through it. in the email, so uh, I will get that confirmed and we'll get that made for you. Appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate it. Hundred. So, yeah, Zach, you want to get to some of these. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we'll give a few of them here. Uh, we're going to go back a ways. Hey, uh, Shiloh's got, he goes, hey, he goes, I have a Henry Mare's leg and a Henry Axe. So I wonder if you guys want to do a video on them in the future. I think that'd be kind of fun. Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. We'd be in, maybe we'll have to just have you come over, Shiloh. Yeah. Over there at Axe's range. Hey, Sh yeah, you come in, Shiloh. You, we'll have you right in the video. You go ahead and shoot it. You see your gun. Uh, you're probably better at shooting it than we are. <laughs> David Fedding says, when facing away, I'm center neck. Just above the shoulders. Otherwise, I'm center of the shoulders. Uh, Keith O'Donnell, I shot my last doe in the neck, and she dropped on the spot. I hit both arteries. Was that awesome. when you was uh, – I don't, I don't remember if what that was you when you were at my Keith, place. I'm curious, Keith. What would you use? <laughs> Doug. Yeah, let us know what you used on that one, Keith. Yeah. I'm curious. Uh, Zach Meyer, neck shot is ethical, I feel. Uh, one shot neck, one shot cap. Neck shot, yes. Uh, rear shoulder, no. Um. What do we got here? David Fetting. You need the 150 grain JD, more impact trauma. There you go. Well, I I have I did 150 grain Nosser was my favorite actually. I out of my 308. That that thing was the biggest buck I ever shot, and <laughs> I shot a couple deer with that thing. It was a 150 grain Nosser ballistic tip, freaking unbelievable bullet. I love I love Nosser bullets. Like I said, I just hit some meat there, and uh, you know. Natural one says one inch below the ear. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Hey, I I can tell you this. When I'm shooting a doe, I like to take a pumpkin shot, uh, shoot him in the head, don't wreck no meat, and it's a, it's done. It's a pretty clean shot. I generally am using my 270. Mm -hmm. I've started shooting my 7M08 a lot more. I really enjoy that rifle as well. So that's my two go-tos. Yeah, those are awesome, actually. Well, kind of for a forgotten, forgotten uh, cartridge. I don't know why. That thing's I don't either. I don't know cartridge. There you go. All right, Keith said, uh, thanks, Keith. He said he used a 308, 165 grain. That was yeah, on my place. Right through. Okay. If you get a 3F2, now Keith's allowed to come here. Keith's been a longtime friend of mine. So if you get some, Keith, he, uh, we got some does around, honestly. Got a group of mule deer again. Um, white tails are... Still coming back, but uh, there's a few does around. So, yeah, we could definitely put you on some deer here, Keith, if you get it there. I like what Pax said, 50 BMG neck shot. Yeah, that's what I was laughing at. Yeah, By the way, sure. guys, you can use a 50 BMG this year. So we're going to mm -hmm. make that happen. I, I plan to do that with my own gratis tag. I haven't seen yeah. any bucks I'm really going to be going after. So I think uh, Eric's going to come down or come up here, and we're going to try to do one with a doe awesome, and just show man. people – that it's not going to wreck and explode the deer. That carotid with that thing. <laughs> yeah. So, Gene, you got here late. If you just missed what we're talking about, if uh, neck neck shots are ethical on deer, we got what was it? What was it? Clay the quick pull seven zero. Yeah, yes, seven zero right now. Yep. Uh, okay. Let's see. Natural one. He goes. The meat is what it's all about, and I do. I love the meat too. Um, Gene's got a seven M or seven oh eight. That's seven M oh eight. I was man. There's a lot of people shooting I, that. I guess. Okay. I yeah. knew Eric's wife did. He said I'm my wife shot two deer. Uh, one shot with her seven ml8 both neck shots had to do a follow-up shot on the buck yeah i love that round i don't know why that round was 
kind of nobody used it anymore. But yeah, it seems like it's coming back. If anybody doesn't know, it's a 308 cartridge casing neck, neck down. down to yep. 7 mm. So, yeah, way flatter, I think, than than the 308. 308, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Freaking Marty, uh, <laughs> he's for the next shot right above their body armor. That, big, <laughs> that Kevlar vest Joe talks about. You. <laughs> you don't need body armor, I need an uh, F16. That's why you need 30 rounds, like Joe says. You don't oh, need Marty, goodness. just keep shooting around it till you hit it. I gotta love it, Marty. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So let's see. David's got Nozzlers are my go-to for hunting and plinking, love but it. my choice for matches Sierra. Uh, you don't need a yellow box to be successful. Ben, I know what he's talking about. He went reload. Knows what he's saying. There. So I, I, even for my my favorite two twenty three round is actually Nosler fifty five green too. So that's yep. a that's a ballistic tip. I yeah. have shot a ton of Sierra bullets. I really have just my general hunting rounds. I. Yep. You know they're they're way cheaper than a lot of bullets, and they do the job. And I've never really had any issues with them. Now, no, nothing. I, I love so Sierra. When David says that, I mean he's right. I, I've I've sh- I mean I've shot about everything, but I I I've got a lot of Sierra bullets sitting on the shelf there. So they're, well, they're if, a good I, if I turn this camera around, you'd see a a pile of green Sierra boxes that I've loaded up in my. Well, if I turn 30. my camera around and you see the other guns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Clay, should we do the? We'll do a double a double ad here, and if anybody's going to think to add, and we come back, put it in the comments, and we'll hit it, and then we're going to go on to our two A bullet points. At Lauer Auto Repair, they're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Guns and the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota. For all your custom window coverings, you can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. All right. Again, thanks to our sponsors. And by the way, everybody, we're going to be actually actively going out and uh, looking for some more sponsors. We haven't done a lot of that, but we're going to try to start making some changes here. It's uh, kind of another reason we're, we're giving up one of the shows because we need a little more time to go out there and actively build this show. Uh, we've done pretty good, but uh, we can always do more. So uh, if you guys are interested, any any of our listeners are interested, we definitely have uh, different rates, and we can make it fit about anybody, I think. Or if you know anybody, uh, the business yep. is interested. And by speaking of that, Clay, um, I think we got a gun show we need to promote here. We do. I was thinking the same thing. Mr. Gene Cox <laughs> there is going to be putting one up here in Mobridge, South Dakota, September 9th and 10th. 
It's going to be right downtown there at the Advanced Center in Mobridge on Main Street. If you haven't been to Mobridge, trust me, it's pretty easy to find Main Street. Uh, if you need more contact yeah, info or more info, contact Gene Cox, 605-848-2427. Again, especially for our podcast listeners, 605-848-2427. 10 bucks to get in. There's over 100 tables. It's their first show in Mobridge. So uh, I'm really glad to see Gene doing this. I've been a life member of Dakota Territory Gun Collectors Association for many, many years. So they do a great job, and I know Gene uh, will do just as good a job uh, with with his first show so go over there and support it guys yep awesome yep so we got a few more comments here clay and then we'll go on we got um eric says barnes is what he uses for hunting big game he wouldn't use anything else unless he has to and dave <laughs> fettig kick it old school eric spear ground slams he had nothing wrong with spear. <laughs> nothing, uh, i've used a lot of spear bullets too yep natural one he says he likes the 708 model 7 or 308 oh, model 7 nothing wrong with that I, man i love 308 it's just i keep downgrading in caliber clay i was thinking about that you know because now i'm going from a 6.5 yep down to zek spitz of fourth grendel um so listen to this clay our, our bow hunting brothers will like this one now clayton i have to get closer to the game i have to be more of a hunter to get closer to make it more sporting and fair so i'm actually downgrading a caliber and my hunting skill level is rising yeah and you're a real hunter now <laughs> yeah in the rifle world and i was watching your video world. there man that thing isn't moving very fast out there no. is it i, no, I, I remember you shot too. that and i was like i almost could have probably stopped and listened for it. yeah yeah Ak shot it at 440 like, we didn't video it and just in my head i was counting thousand it took yeah. almost it took almost a second to go 440 but to his credit man he he axe dropped that thing like a half inch off the bullseye it was awesome i loved it <laughs> no it's a good you know what the grendel another gun that or another round a lot of people don't shoot yeah. it seems like it's making a comeback um, man it's like a kitten to the recoil my suppressor it's would you compare it to a 243 oh no way less no? recoil way less? Way okay. less. that's why people say that to me about like getting kids and i i've recommended a grendel for years for that but, like i said that might be a good gun for, yeah. for kids and i don't I know a lot about the grendel i just know that it, you know we've used yeah, it before it's like the 220 russian case kind of okay. what that takes to say but it's uh yeah it uh I got the 16 inch barrel. If you get like a Ruger American or something of the predator and with a 22 inch, I mean, you're, you're going to gain a lot more velocity. Like I said, Clay, I'm going to keep it at 400 yards. It's still under just under a thousand foot pounds, probably going to be about 850 foot pounds, which mm -hmm. I'm safe with doing on a good shot, but I don't want to go over three at 300. You're still at a thousand right. foot pounds right. energy. So. Yeah, and, I, just, I was watching that going, wow, there's yeah. a lot of time in between. Yeah, that. I mean, at 300 when I hit that at jug, <laughs> I mean, it, and I pretty much squared that thing up. That, that sucker flew oh. pretty good. The one at 440, I did catch it on the top right a little bit. So, but, and I'm going to try some reloading, but I, I do have a lot of the Hornady 123 SSDs. Right. I mean, well, I'll let you, hey, hopefully you guys get to see a, yeah. a video of me shooting a muley buck with it because I'm, I can I'm tell you this. very confident well, where I'm going to put that bullet. This year is going to be a little different. Uh, I plan to get up there with you guys uh, when you're pheasant hunting, uh, maybe bring the camera. And I wouldn't mind getting up there when you're doing some deer hunting. I want to try to get up there and do a little yeah, more. Yeah, bird hunting is going to be fun, too. We were just I was talking to JR about that today, and, and JR is a lifelong buddy of mine, too. So I'm not going to lie, Jamie. I'm looking forward to that. I have no birds down here for, as mm -hmm. far as pheasants. So if, uh, mm -hmm. I very much appreciate you letting me coming up there because it's been many <laughs> years. 
Yeah. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. So David says, I think the reason the 7M08 is struggling or was skipped mm -hmm. was because the 284 Winchester is similar in recoil and only 100 to 200 feet slower than the 7 mag, 7 Remington. Ugh, can't talk either. 7 millimeter Remington mag. Come on, man. Yeah, the 284 is a prime. In it. You know what? I kind of forgot about the 284. That's another great round. Just like yeah, 264 win. I mean, uh, we've got a 264 here with my father-in-law. I love that gun, and I just don't shoot it. I don't know why. I probably because I have a 270. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, I'm not gonna talk anybody away from a 270. If if you can shoot one gun and you the 270 is badass. I love my 270. Like a mini first, mag, really. So first rifle I ever bought on my own when I first was able to buy my own gun was the Winchester Model 70 came out with the brand new clock extraction again from like what they had on the pre 64s. And uh yeah, that thing's been awesome. Chambered at 270. I love that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Clay, you want to go first on two sure. or you want me to you go nope, first. I'll right. do one. Uh, I got a couple here tonight if we yep. want to do them. You uh, bet. Just my bet. first one has to do with the teacher union commies. Uh, that's what okay. I call them. <laughs> As we saw, um, and in this story, don't have nothing to do with it, but I don't know if you caught that Colorado story uh, where that kid had the patch on his bag, and they were going to take yep. him out of school. I didn't read all of it. I did see some. I was me. glad I to see it. that their board took over and said, no, this is this is ridiculous, and the kid can wear it now. So really? Someone, they did. Okay, yeah. well, I'm impressed. But, but here's the problem. You fire that teacher. She mm -hmm. obviously had no idea what that Gatson flag was about. She thought it was about slavery, and it was offensive. And and she and she thought it at was least okay. Suspender. Well, at least suspend her. Do something. I bet you she's always had them thoughts. Of course, I fire oh, yeah. people at a whim. It doesn't even bother That's me. That's some Trump so, stuff. Yeah, damn right. I fire people. I love saying you're fired. <laughs> I have, I I and I maybe I'm a hard ass, but I have fired so many people in my life when they don't do their job. Don't care. Don't care. Do your job and do it right. Anyway. So three officials with the American Federation of Teachers, are the teacher union commies, as I call them, <laughs> and their president, they got involved in, do you remember that little thing that happened in Florida at the Dollar General? Mm -hmm. We had that little shooting down there. And they, they're saying it was racially motivated. I have no doubt it was looking at some of the things that they're talking about. Mm -hmm. But they had to go stick their freaking little nose into this, which had nothing to do with education. I don't know why the Teachers Association or the Federation of Teachers is, is even having anything to do with this, but they yeah. thought they needed to stick their nose in this. But Sheriff T.K. Waters, well, he's kind of a patriotic individual. I've, after I've seen what his comments were, yeah, pretty good sheriff down there. He, got, he said uh, he dismantled the narrative that guns are to blame for the tragedy during his press Clayton, conference. This kind of plays into the story, too. Um, um... Sheriff T.K. Waters is not a white guy, is he? Ah, no, he's not. Okay. No, he's not. Yep. He would be considered a minority in our country. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Very he American had, in my mind. And he did, uh, he came out about 13 minutes into the press briefing and basically said that it wasn't the guns. Um, it had nothing to do with the tragedy. It's the person, essentially. Uh, they were in, a, of course, a stark contrast of what the uh, American Federation Teachers Association was saying. <laughs> They were in there, basically. They released their statement, and they basically were blaming uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who, guys, as a governor, that man's been really good down there. I've, I've got nothing 
bad to say about uh, Governor DeSantis, and I am not going to use the term that Trump uses for him. That's just Randy sanctimonious. Yeah, I'll do it for you. I That's like. Okay. I'm a Robin DeSantis guy, and I can still say it's uh, yeah. funny, man. It's funny. It, it it's is funny. funny, but it's just kind of <laughs> stupid. But I guess anyway. Anyway. Um, you know, and and Governor DeSantis, he signed earlier this year the new law that allows for permitless carry. We were just talking about that, mm-hmm. basically constitutional carry in Florida. And he says it's just one of a slew of policies taking the slate or taking the state in the wrong direction. That's what their official uh, comment was from the American take? Federation of Teachers. Okay. Sheriff Walters then, he snapped right back, and he goes, how come the story is always about guns? It's the people that are bad, not, not the gun. The guy's a bad guy, he continued. If I could take my gun right off right off right now and lay it on this counter, nothing will happen. It'll just sit there. Perfect. But as soon as a wicked person grabs a hold of that handgun and starts shooting people with it, there's a problem. Problem is the individual. I just love the way he put that. That's awesome, said, man. I'll just take my gun and lay it right there. It it sounds like a constitutional sheriff is what he sure. sounds like. And everything I looked up on him, he sure seems that way. He seems like he's a lot like Corey Lee over there in Stark County. So, Clay, um, just real quick before you go on, yeah, um, what I'd say is what he's saying there. Um, they're blaming Ron DeSantis, right? They're trying to say this constitutional. Oh, yeah. Do you think a guy who painted swastikas on his gun um, had a big uh, rambling manifesto about how he hates black people? And do you, do you think? He gives well, one damn bit about constitutional carry. The guy just committed mass murder. Does he? Oh man, if DeSantis wouldn't have passed his constitutional carry. But by the way, he came in with a rifle, anyways. I'm pretty sure he was just waiting for DeSantis to sign that, you know, before he yeah. went carrying things out. I mean, you just yeah. know these guys are waiting, right? Yeah, <laughs> guys. For those of you who can't see my expressions on the podcast, it's, yeah, that's very yeah. He's being yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 that to even make a statement like that, that's how dumb these people are. And I'm going to call them dumb. They can be very intelligent. And they do it all the time. They do they're dumb, time. and they do it all. It's about the narrative. And they're right away, they're going to blame something that would have done nothing mm-hmm. to stop what happened. This guy, he, and then he killed himself. So yeah. he had no intention of living through this. He was going to do as much and inflict as much damage and, and terror as he, as he could, and he did. You're not going to stop. I don't care what gun law you make. Mm-hmm. It's not going to stop these people. They don't care about your law. Anyway. Yeah. So, Clay, my bullet point is going to go. I'm going to go right in off of what you got going here, unless you're going to add something to this. Yeah, I'm just going to add a couple of things Go here. for it, buddy. You know, the, the AFT, which is the commie teacher <laughs> yeah. union. The Joe calls ATF. Yeah, AFT. there you go. <laughs> they basically said, oh, if we keep doing the same thing, expecting different results, then, you know, you know the whole thing about that. Their whole narrative, I don't want to read it all because I don't want to give them a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. But and then I kind of looked up these people on there. Looking at their names, I, I don't know. I mean, they're I guess they're Americans. They don't look very American. They don't have very American names. Uh, a couple of them. That one guy, when reading his background, I think he actually immigrated here from uh it sounded like Cuba, but I'm not sure. You'd think he'd know better. Uh he he lived under communist rule, but you know, I guess he's a leftist, so um, great, I guess. So he loved it so much he came here. I guess. There's uh, one more thing that Sheriff Waters said. He goes, uh, the guns were legally purchased and the retailers mm-hmm. who sold them did everything required by law. Mm-hmm. He says, now, guns are a tool that people use to do horrible things, the sheriff stressed, but it's the individuals that wield these things and are responsible. He says, the takeaway from this whole thing is that 
everything was done correctly. The background checks were, were run. There was nothing in this guy's background that would have prevented him. There wasn't a law that was passed or could be passed that would have prevented it. And he basically, and again, laid it back on. It's the individual and you can't stop an evil person. I mean, that was mm-hmm. his whole narrative. So mm-hmm. I'm glad to see that we have a constitutional sheriff down there and he gets it. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's about all I have on that one. Which um, Sheriff TK is going to be in my two-way bullet points. And if anybody <laughs> doesn't know, and Clay and I do our two-way bullet points, we don't, we don't tell each other what we're going to do no. here. So mine is, guess what, Clay, on the same thing you're talking about here, these shootings in Jacksonville. Oh, cackle box Kamala heels high. Oh. VP Kamala Harris reacted to Sunday shooting <laughs> by pushing by pushing gun control clay that would not have prevented these attacks. You right? know what Kamala is? Just one minute here. Hmm? Nasty person. <laughs> yes, she is. Yes, she is. Harris, <laughs> thank you for that, President Trump. Harris released a statement Sunday noting the shooting. Was racially motivated. Of course she did. Oh, of course. Of course she did. But guess what, Clay? Um, we don't have they found that manifesto right away, right? But the Tennessee shooter who's I was still haven't pol- seen it, have we? Was politically political racism motivated motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have that manifesto yet. No, we don't. Uh, must not be fitting the narrative. Which Sean. killed more people than this one did, even. Anyways. She goes on, will be investigated as a possible hate crime and an act of domestic violence extremism. So again, Clayton, the guy committed mass murder. Um, he was a racist. He was a he was a lover of the Nazis. Do you think he gave a damn about hate crime and domestic violence no. extreme? He doesn't care about it. Doesn't How care. was that and domestic violence extremism anyways? And he's dead. Right. Well, I mean, you can investigate it however you want, but the, the simple fact is you had an evil person with evil thoughts, killed people, mm-hmm. and he's now dead. So what, what is there to investigate? Yeah, and hate crime, do you think these if somebody was alive and they're like, and let's just say uh, somebody who, who didn't hate black people shot him, you think they'd be laying there knowing they're dying going, man, at least somebody didn't hate me, Yeah, killed I, me. I hate that. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. You leftist fool. God, these leftists. Isn't every crime like that? Isn't that a hate crime? I mean, you obviously have hate in your heart, or you couldn't. Yeah. If you're not, you're just a. Yeah. You mean? Yeah. You're 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 a sick. Whether it's black, white, Mexican, whatever, it doesn't matter. Who you kill, you have hate in your heart. I mean, that's just. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. If you're a stone cold killer. Yeah, a mass shooter. These mass people who commit these mass. They hate. They hate everybody. They hate everybody and everything, and everyone's against um, them. And they're they're already dead. No, that's a hate crime. Yeah, I'm sure they care. They're dead. So, yeah. anyways, <laughs> she closed her statement by saying, "Every person in every community in America should have the freedom to live safe from gun violence." Yeah, you should. You should also have the freedom to to live free from somebody running you over mm-hmm. on the sidewalk. Yeah, by some insane son of a bitch. But guess what? That's happened a lot too. And I don't yep. hear you talking about banning SUVs, Kamal. I'm sure you do. We could not for different reasons because yeah, you think the they climate. use too much gas, except for when you drive them around Cacklebox. And Congress must help secure the freedom by banning, oh, God, Clay, here we go, assault weapons and passing mm. other common sense gun safety. So just let me expand on that a little bit. You can ban assault weapons, and that, that that's just the beginning. That's the tip of the iceberg for these leftist freaks. Yeah, and, and what's, what's an assault losers. weapon, right? Yeah. You know? And of course, it goes on. Here's and TK. I didn't. I was waiting to see if you. This is a little different thing. He also said, Clay, Sheriff TK Waters, 
pointed out the shooter was armed with two guns, a Glock and an AR. Oh, really? Wow. Yep. yep. And like you said, he says if the rifle had been denied him, which he had recently purchased apparently and used, he still had the pistol and the attack wouldn't have been hindered. He'd have done the same thing. Because if he done saw the this guy did it was close range, he, Stevie Wonder could have shot him at that range. We don't know Stevie Wonder. He's a, he's a blind singer. I don't even know if he's alive anymore. I don't either. If you, if you, look but him yeah. up on YouTube, Millennials. Yeah, and again, he goes on here to say what you did, Clay. He did the another piece of, and he quotes common sense gun legislation the Democrats are pushing. He said it wouldn't have done any. He still he still bought his guns legally. Yep. Moreover, Florida has a red flag law, which is often another one of the Democrats. You know, it's right on the tip of the Statue of Liberty. They want that the red flag laws. That wouldn't prevent anything either, because like he said, nope. Clay, and he read there was no there's no criminal history for this guy. He never no arrest None. history. There's nothing they could have yep. done to stop this guy. No matter what kind of background check he did, there was nothing in this guy's history. Nothing. Nothing. Hey, Travis, welcome back. We ain't seen you for a while. Whoa! <laughs> Comes in throwing. Hey, ours are lame. Oh, yeah. my God. Look at that commie rifle lover. Come yeah. on, Trav. Come on. Come on, man! <laughs> All right, Clay. We're done with that one. You got another one. You hit it. I got yeah, one Yeah, I'm going to go two. quick with this one because I'd you like bet. to actually kind of – we're trying to keep this a little – little shorter, but hey, I guess people though. stick around. It's going to go an hour and 40. So, so we did down. in the crosshairs, and we talked about uh, Gabriel Cowan Metcalf. He was uh, arrested for violating the school. Well, I'll just tell you what oh, it is. Yeah. The federal law. It's the uh, school safety law is what it is. Thanks, and he Trav. was, what's that? I just said thanks, Travis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, gun-free zones. And he was arrested for that in Billings. Uh, say that said it was a violation because he was a 1,000 feet within the school, even though it's his own personal property. Well, I have a follow-up to that. I thought I'd hit on okay, that. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Uh, of course, Wednesday, August 23rd, he was arrested at his home. The agents from the ATF arrested him. Now, you'll love this. They arrested him. But the Billings Police Department had actually been in contact with him. And, and I'm going to read this. His, we have been in contact with him on multiple occasions, and currently he is refusing to stop displaying his firearms while on his property, said Police Lieutenant Matt Lennick. At this time, though, he has done nothing wrong, nothing illegal, and we don't have no authority to arrest him. We've asked him not to, to display him, but it's his property. He may do that. And we cannot take his firearms or force him to stop coming out onto his yard. So the first story when we was on uh, in, in the crosshairs, Mm -hmm. it, we were under the assumption he might have been on the sidewalk. We didn't know for sure, but they made it sound like he was in a public space. He was not. It goes on. Do you know what he was doing? He had problems with a neighbor, and he felt threatened. Uh, evidently, his mother lives with him. He has a scabbard mounted on his lawnmower, <laughs> yeah, and he has a shotgun in it. <laughs> and that's what it was. That is what they arrested him that's for. That's what they – really? Yes. Yes. Uh You'll love this. He had a 20-gauge Rossi single-shot break-action shotgun sweet, in a scabbard shotties, man. Yeah, on his lawnmower when the search warrant was executed during his arrest. The warrant shows that the agents also seized six rounds of ammunition in his phone. It's like, really? Six so rounds? Ooh. Hey, that's <laughs> underneath. Joe said seven. Well, yeah. I guess six rounds is four more than he's. Well, what I really love about this is because on Monday when we talked about that, uh, basically, you know, you had uh, National Shooting Sports Foundation. There were several or other organizations that were talking about this exact thing and how this guy's case is perfect to now challenge 
the gun free zone, the, the federal law and the gun free zones. Yeah. I have a feeling this baby's going to court and they're going to take it all the way to the Supreme Court. And I guarantee you, with the last two decisions, uh, that, and it's going to go back to Bruin that uh, there's a historical use for this. Oh, and, for sure. And it's, you know, they're not, they're basically, they're going to overturn it, which I've never believed in the gun free zone anyway. Another knee jerk mm-hmm. reaction in the 90s by Clinton when all when Columbine happened. But yeah, anyway. Metcalf, he does not have any mental problems. He does not use drugs. He's never been arrested. And he believes he's been protecting himself and his loved ones. This is is the statement from the cops. He has also stated he is not a danger to other people or to children in the school. The Billings police did not attempt to have him evaluated for any mental condition that's seeing no reason to do so. That was their official statement. So, yeah. He does have mental problems. He's got a oh, scabbard on his freaking lawnmower, yeah, man. That's horrible. Ain't it? <laughs> you know, I'm thinking I had to mount a gun rack on my mower now. Uh, <laughs> so, I so think you the love guy's this, awesome though. for doing that. But he has not. He won't be released from jail. The defendant's now still locked up until his trial is over. The judge, Magistrate Judge Timothy <laughs> J. K. Evans, must be a commie. He granted an order oh, yeah. of detention for Gabriel Metcalf. The reason checked on the order of detention pending trial was this. History of violence or use of weapons. Really? No violence. <sighs> yeah. But I bet you I bet you any money, Clay, the same judge, if he'd have freaking uh, raped a little little boy in the rear oh. end, he'd have let him out of the $100 bond. I guarantee this probably, judge is probably a Probably, not even, probably just a personal recognizance. Just a, yeah, just come back to court. But anyway. Oh. He cites that as the reason for his pre-trial detention. The defendant believes he has, this is the statement from the judge. The defendant believes he has a right to keep and bear arms and the federal gun-free zone, school zone act is unconstitutional. The judge so, said that? Yep. And in his pending, in his order of detention, pending the trial and in, in, in the actual <laughs> written testimony here, basically what he says is that, uh, this judge says that we cannot find that he can be released because he is a danger because he's going to go do it again and he's going to deny he's going to basically disregard everything that's happened. Do what though? He didn't do anything. Didn't do nothing. But see, this is what they do. Yeah, they they, they make a law, they apply it, and so, however they see, which is the gun free zone. Even though he was on his he was on his mower on in his, his yard property. on his own property, which they are exempt. I mean, these gun rights organizations got to get on, unless so this unless this guy's got like some weird manifesto. But I mean, yep. it sounds like he's doing whatever he wants. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, not legally, not everyone. He is oh. doing what he wants, but he's doing what he's legally able to do. I'm reading the order of detention here right now, and here it says, given the defendant's belief that he has a right to possess a firearm within a school zone, and his belief that possession of a gun is necessary for his protection and safety, the court finds. It is unlikely that he would abide by any condition prohibiting him from possessing a firearm while on pre-trial release. Therefore, there are no conditions or combinations of conditions which can be imposed to reasonable assurance and safety of any other person of the community if released. Are you flipping kidding me? So he's guilty in the judge's eyes of something he hasn't committed no matter what. He's guilty and, of doing something the judge doesn't like. That's what that's he's guilty. Right. And like and Travis that's why said I in the comments to... earlier, there's no 
no accountability. Trav, there's a there's a, only accountability where there's no accountability to be had with right wingers. If this guy was a leftist, like I said, the oh, judge would have yeah. let him right off. You'd be well, out. I like bird. how they point out that this actually it's it's he's, it goes far beyond say a, a huge bail price because he doesn't even get one. Yeah, and it, pre- and it precludes even what Ky- when Kyle Rittenhouse killed the, the two people in his defense and wounded another in self defense. It went. <laughs> it had been set at two million dollars. And, but at least he got bail, even though it was crazy. They don't even, they're not even granting him bail to be let, to be let loose. I mean, I get a text here from the blind guy, Clay. Yes. He says, who, who doesn't have a scabbard on their mower? <laughs> said, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love it. Nice job. Why don't you get some of these comments sponsor. here, Clay? We got some, we got some anyway, good comments here. I just thought everybody would want to have a little bit That's of a good info, update man. on that. And we'll, I'll be watching this one. Yeah. So I want to see where this goes. I would imagine this one's going to work its way up the i chain. mean if the guy's got nothing on his record they're they're yep. definitely violating his rights here Clay. So, you yeah. want to hit some of these comments go ahead I, pile I, you're probably caught up more than i am let me uh i don't know if i'm caught up here oh. let me get uh hold on i went too far travis here. says good job fellas i got ak's for life zach yep <laughs> zach and Traver, definitely ak guy i just <laughs> say to these two guys i mean obviously you guys like bullet hoses because if you ever want to go varmint shooting and we got plenty of videos up on our on our facebook and youtube channels you ain't doing that with no uh russian made kalashnikov uh bullet right. hose but Travis uh, says a great thing. The problem with today is there's no consequences or consequences. Yeah, that's, and that's very true. They're, exa- they're... Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially for leftists, the judges love to let them guys off the hook for doing Oh, absolutely. Let's see. <laughs> what did uh, David? Paul Bunyan wrote a blue ox. Bet he would have a scabbard on and why not a more? Guaranteed, <laughs> Dave. Guaranteed he would. Uh, Eric says, sue the commie judge. I, yeah. I don't know if that's one that's appointed or is elected at this level. Well, the governor, can the gov- if the governor appoints him, Clay, can they toss him off too? You know, I don't know. I'm, I I can be honest. Because Gianforte is the governor of Montana, right? Yeah. I know you can impeach 100%. a judge. A judge okay. can be impeached if they're elected. Is there House and Senate? Are, con- are they're they're definitely controlled by Republicans there, and I know they're more conservative than our Republican yes. controlled. So if they can do anything, they should get this judge. Like I said, unless <laughs> something comes out about this guy, I don't know. But if there's nothing on his record, I don't know what the hell you're going to do. Well, and I think that's why this case is prime for. They're, they're talking, you know, like when we covered this on Monday. Mm-hmm. I forget who it was, but uh, oh, I got Dylan. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for the group that was going to do it. I think it's the Second Amendment Found, yeah, Second Amendment Foundation, uh, Gun Owners of America, National Shooting Sports <laughs> Foundation. So they're all going to get involved. Anyway, Eric says he's got his pistola on him when he's mowing. He said, "Better watch out." <laughs> yeah, Trav keeps his uh, 1911 with, and he's got a full automatic Hawkins muzzle. <laughs> I know Trav. I have seen Trav's Hawkins muzzle loader. It's not, I awesome. don't think it's full auto unless he did something to it. But Zach I do know says. You only have the right liberty and the pursuit of happiness if you're a libtard. You know, it's getting to be that way. Whatever the liberals want. Yeah, well, that's, what, yeah that's what I was saying, Clay. If your judges let these leftists off, and, and if you're a right-winger, they freaking throw the book at you. <laughs> Zach tells Eric, if you don't stay strapped, you get clapped. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Clay. I'm going to do my last 2ABP, and then we're going to have well, Clay's. Let's, uh, let's do one oh. quick uh, yeah. ad. All right, and yep, hit it, buddy. You must not see him over there tonight, huh? Here with the 
Lieutenant at Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your Pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our Pro Second Amendment, Pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Absolutely. Great patriotic company right there. I'm on, ain't I? Trav cleared that up um, Why he's got a full auto. He said he's got a slide fire on his muzzle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to cut that in half, you know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you. Uh, again, thanks to Lara Auto Repair. Again, 309 South Washington Street. You can contact them, 701-258-6308. Again, 701-258-6308. Tell them you heard it right here on Guns in the yeah. 701. I'd also say if um, you, you're bull hunting this weekend and you and you're blind and you and you can't get that sun out of your eyes, the blind guy he'll he'll come out. Uh, him and him and the wife will come out and put some blinds up in your in your hunting blind, your hunting shack. There you get go. a hold of them there and uh, blind guy ND. Tommy will come out and measure and why it'll why it'll fit them in there for you. They, so they can prove that they love the Second Amendment too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they like weapons of war. See, Boy. yeah. All right, Clay. Uh, I'm gonna hit this, and then yep. you're gonna do. What do you got? You got Clay's commie? No, no, no I got. Company. I got Patriot Company of the week. Yep, Clay's week. got the Patriot Company, and I'm gonna have the happy ending, and then we'll get out of your guys' hair. Appreciate everybody <laughs> hanging with us here. Like I said, this usually goes an hour and forty. So, all right, Clay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go through this. Um, yeah. On the way through, you're probably some people are gonna be like, "What does this have to do with uh, guns or or the 701, JD?" And I'll tell you when I'm done, but. <laughs> so this comes out outdoor life clay um or officials are warning hikers at a popular camping and recreation area north of provo utah to keep their pets on leashes after mountain goats have killed multiple dogs by goring them and shoving them off cliffs i shouldn't most be laughing recent, that's funny <laughs> the most recent and clay owns dogs so yes yeah, the most recent dog conflict occurred on august 19th and this is tapanagos point or something like that an off-leash dog is reportedly agitating a female mountain goat with young the nanny defended her young kid that's what young goats are called kids yep. by pushing the dog off the cliff the dog obviously died from the fall uh whitney albie from manti utah said the mountain goats are everywhere and they're not afraid to get close we thought we would see them up on the mountain range at more of a distance, but we had no idea they'd be right on the trail staring at us just a few feet off. <laughs> we were warned that two dogs had been killed within the last two weeks. One was pushed off the cliff. The other one was gored. So, again, we were told to keep our dogs on the leash the whole time, which if somebody told me that and I love my dog, that's probably what I'd do. You know, yeah, dogs yeah. like to get them to see a wild animal. They're going to get over there and sniff at it. But oh, yeah. So uh, mountain goats in the area are usually calm and unaggressive. But uh, so this is the part I don't get. Apparently, they say they're protecting their young during this time of year. So like every other year at this time when people were there, they weren't having young. And this is a different year or what? That, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, this is weird. 
And, um, but yeah, they've, they're taking dogs out and they're telling people to keep them leashed up. And then they got another story actually in 2010, Clay, I didn't, this is, I didn't even know this about goats that they were this, you know, aggressive with each other. Hiker Robert Boardman was killed by a goat in Olympic <laughs> park. Um, Boardman and his companions took a break for lunch when they were approached by a mountain goat. Boardman attempted to scare the goat off, but it charged him, gored him in the leg. Oh, geez. Yeah, um, got him in his, I don't know, what do they call the, le- the artery inside your leg there? I got him with that, and then his buddies, so the goat stood over this guy and prevented his buddies. Every time they tried to come, he'd get aggressive. I'm not going to lie to you, Clay. If you were bleeding wow. out in the ghost, then I'd go in there and I, I, I'd take it on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. These get, But his two beta boys just stood there and watched his poor dude bleed out, and he died. <laughs> He's probably filming and- too. This one, too, kind of shocked me. Uh, more recently here, a mountain goat killed a grizzly in British Columbia's Yoho National Park. You know, grizzlies usually have their way with the goats and feed on them, but uh, I guess this goat turned the tables here. Uh, you know, uh, got its antlers or horns, whatever. What do goats have? Horns, I think, right? Because they don't hey, they shed little them. horns about yay big. Yeah, got into this grizzly and, and, and bled it out. So the, so the reason I'm saying this um, – you can carry a gun in a national park now. And if I did, and I was concerned about my safety, which would be number one and my mm-hmm. pets, number two, I would definitely be having some kind of short barreled shoddy or some oh, kind yeah. of handgun. And if a goat came tearing in, and was going to shove my freaking dog off a cliff. I'd, I'd meg dump that sucker. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. But none of these people, even that wasn't even brought up in the story or none of that stuff. I did. They don't, Wow, we can't have that. Can't have that, huh? Yeah. So, Clay, that's my second two-way bullet point there. If you're going, if you're going hiking in Utah or any mountains, now watch out. See the mountain goats steer clear, especially if you got your dog. You got one of them little leashes. I like, let it out. <laughs> that sucker tight. No kidding. Yeah. Buddy gets Gordon. He's bleeding out. Grab onto the antlers and snap its neck. Steer wrestle that thing. Kill that baby. You yeah. know what? Do like Eric did with hogs. Just stab that thing right there and <laughs> right. jump on it and stab it. Right. That that sounds like something Travis might want to do. I'm doing that this next trip when we go down. So Axe is going with us. So he might get to have some fun too. Maybe we yeah. get Axe to. All right. Jesus or horns. That's all right. Thanks, Gene. Yep. That's it. Femoral artery, yes. Eric, thank you. That's what the leg is. Yep. There you go. Exactly. Femoral. It bleeds a lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> David Fetting. People are just stupid. Goats are fine. <laughs> so Eric asks, is the blind guy going to bring some corn out when he comes to put those blinds in? <laughs> well, that's going to cost you extra. That's extra. Because I did see a bushel of corn on the cob at runnings last fall. That was last fall, so inflation's even higher thanks to Joe. It was like 20 bucks. Okay, yeah. So, I got corn here in the bins. I'm good. But, yeah. All right. Well, I guess uh, I'm going to go and move on then yep. to, and this one might surprise some people. It's not, people actually, some of them might know from when we did North Dakota lockout, but uh, here <laughs> is my. Okay, Clay, one quick one for you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, blind guy said, he says, I got corn on the cob ready for the deer stand. So. There we go. There we go. <laughs> all right. All go right. Ahead, buddy. Here's Sorry. our patriotic company coming up.
All right, guys. I I love hearing the national anthem. And, you know, if they want to ding us for it, let them. So my patriotic (laughs) company or patriot company of the week is someone I've done business with. uh, Well, actually back in 2019 when I discovered him. Found out he's veteran-owned. Everything's made in the USA. Mm-hmm. Give us one oh, hell of a price versus everybody else and kind of got to know the gentleman. And I can tell you, this Marine, that guy, he is one of us. So my patriotic company is dun, 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 Minuteman Signs, Inc. Uh, there's their website. That's their facility. So I made him up a little deal here. Nice. That's a sweet um, place. Oh, I'll tell you, that's a pretty cool little place. He's down there in North Carolina, guys. Mm-hmm. So uh, I keep telling him he's got to move up here. And he goes, ah, I want to so bad. He says, I can't. I don't think I can get my wife to move. He said, <laughs> could no, be. Hey, but they've been overriding all good old Roy Cooper, Democrat Governor Roy Cooper stuff. And they they have. got their house and Senate in the right hands now. So. Yes, and that's been a, a big thing. You know, he said it was pretty bad there. So MinutemanSignsInc.com. Again, MinutemanSignsInc.com. That's the place you want to go and check him out. You can email them at signs at minutemansignsinc.com or you can call them at 828-550-7643. Again, 828-550-7643. And uh, the guy's name is James Gamble. When you call that number, you're going to get a hold of the owner generally most of the time. That's what's so cool about it. Awesome. I mean, he's a small company. He makes great signs, aluminum ones, vinyl ones, roll-up ones. Uh, I've got all of you got some of them up there, Jamie. Yeah, to say I can North tell Carolina you, Lockout. Clayton, uh, the Breck Ranch is uh, circled with a lot of James's signs up there. Yes, so. they are. They're yeah, yellow he... and black, and they're not plot signs. I can tell you that. No, so. they're not. <laughs> so he sent me a few, and I, I'm going to take them up. I'm, I'm going to give them out. To, I think I'm going to take some up to axes, but here's one of them. He said these are on him. Danger, keep out, shooting range. But look what it really says on the bottom there. Full oh, semi-auto scary guns ahead. <laughs> Snowflake free zone. This is not a safe space. Oh, I like that, Clay. I'm going to need one of them, too, to be well, honest with you. I happen to have two. I like <laughs> so awesome. I'll, I'll get That's them awesome, to you. Man. I like that. These are mine. I'm keeping these. He sent me these. This one here is private property protected by high-speed wireless device. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, it's sweet. Nice they are on there. This one here, no trespassing. Violators will be shot. Survivors will be shot again. <laughs> I love That's that sweet, one. Man. He's got cool signs. That little sign, you can buy these actually on his website. It says, uh, no quarter, no mercy. <laughs> nice. Perfect. And that then, is a patriotic company. He did send this one, and I thought that'd be a perfect place up there is that Axis range. It's actually a, a gun safety sign. So what the heck? Why not, right? Although we'll probably ignore some. Man, that them. number nine, I don't know about that one. We'll just have to scratch that one. Off. <laughs> uh, that's know, afterwards. Anyway. Know your target and what is beyond. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of rocks up there where we shoot at axes. Uh, so, anyway, he sent us a few things, and uh, I've got an orange one too. We might keep this one, I'm thinking. And maybe we'll have a little giveaway one of these days. Yeah, we got. You know, we can and... couple that because we still. I was just thinking of that this evening, Clayton. We still do have a, a sweet sling here that yes, Mr. Marty Beard gave us. Two of them. Remember, he gave one away a while back. And yep, uh, yep. So we might have to try that too, guys. Uh, we'll have to just have to I see. think next week let's do it. Let's do a giveaway. Okay, sounds good to me. So anyway, he sent us some good things. Uh, James is a great guy. A little background on him: he's a retired Marine. He actually went out on January sixth. 
he went out there to uh, uh, the Capitol to to see President Trump uh, do his thing. And, and that's, yeah, it must be right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I was actually visiting with him, and uh, I said, "So what really happened out there?" He says, "It's not what they said." He did not go in, uh, thankfully, but mm-hmm. he goes, you know, he could see what was going on, and he said, "The cops, this is real." And there's video of it now showing. He told me this when it happened. The the DC police just removed the barricades and basically said, "Oh, Come yeah, on I've in. seen them. I've seen the videos for sure." And uh, you know, he was telling me that way back then. He goes, "Something's up here." He says, "He goes, he called me. He says, I don't know what's going on here, but something's up. This ain't right." And he goes, uh, "I don't know." He says, "I'm I'm getting out of here," and he did. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's still out. He's not in jail, so that's a good thing. Right. <laughs> but he helped us out a lot though on the on the North Dakota lockout signs. Like I said, that's yep. what my place has. I've got some yep. several here. Uh, the thing with those is that he was the cheapest. I looked for a North Dakota company. Them guys were insane what they wanted for their signs. And I've got the vinyl ones. I've got the the hard metal ones. I've got these lighter aluminum ones. And they're all great signs. So I did uh, get some, some sweet um, no hunting or trespassing signs made. But maybe I need to talk to that here in Bismarck for a very reasonable price. I might have to talk to them and see if maybe they want to get on board with a little sponsorship here. Yeah, we might have to. I mean, uh, I can tell you right now, uh, James is a is a good guy, um, and he's a solid one hundred percent. He's got some cool him. signs too tonight. I got hey, yeah, like I said, James is a handiworks represented on the Breck Ranch, pretty good. And I'm pretty sure if uh, you guys call him and you tell him you know me, he'll he'll make even a little better deal because he him and I get along great. I'm telling you, uh, he's been a great friend. Uh, I know he's been trying to get out here. He wants to come out and just visit like Mount Rushmore and some of the other places, but then come up mm-hmm. here and do a little shooting. And I said, absolutely. As I even got a place for you to stay. So uh, we'll see. He's, he's trying to get out here at some point, but I know he's been super busy now again. So we'll see what happens, but mm-hmm. awesome. great guy. And if, you know what, if it works out and we go down to Florida, uh, it looks like we're going to drive. I'm going to see how many miles it is to actually go out of my way and go slip down there through North Carolina. If it ain't too bad, I just might do that or mm-hmm. see if I may invite him down. Might even do that. We'll have to see. Awesome. awesome. So that's my patriotic company of the week. Again, MinuteMadeSignsInc.com. Uh, if you go to Minuteman Signs, believe it, you know, believe it. There, there's an actual another sign company out there like that. They're not, they're not nothing like this guy. Mm-hmm. Trust me, they're not really in our, in our camp. And he goes, I don't know why they picked that name. He said, No, because they knew they're going to make a bunch of money off people who love America and oh, like absolutely. great signs like that. Yep. So yeah. Hey, Zach, thank you. He says, this is a great North Dakota-born 2A podcast. Thanks for all the hard work, guys. We appreciate thank you, that. Zach. We really do. Thank Doug you. Doug says, thanks you. thank you, Guns and 701. Always, Doug. Uh, I think we have, we're going to have a long relationship, I think. Oh, yeah. Guns and the 701. <laughs> Zach, he wants me to run for something here, doesn't he? Oh, Jamie Brick. <laughs> governor? Appreciate that, man. I'll be your lieutenant governor. We'll see what it is. Hey, I may talk to the District 35 committee over here in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Rand Paul. Yeah, yeah, I, I like Rand I like Rand Paul for sure. I really do. So, All right. Clayton. Anyway, that is my patriotic company of the week. Love it, love it, and then that was a free, that was a great one. I'm definitely on board with what that guy's doing. And there, they do so. do custom stuff. Um, you can get out and you know, when I contacted him, I he we made the the design, got it to him. It was real easy, and he had it around. Mm. In fact, he's the guy that made the dump Doug stickers. For me. <laughs> That's the guy. <laughs> Oh, all right. Here we go. Here we go. You're going to know this is some familiar music to you.
<laughs> happy yeah, ending, happy ending story inbound. I'd vote for Jamie, but he lives on the bad side of the river. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just like uh, in DC, man, there's good people down there too. There's good people yep. on the east side of the river. So. There you go. <laughs> hey, Marty lives on the east side of the river too. So, uh, hey. does, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, oh. All right, Clay. East. Wait a minute. East side of the Red River, or anyway. <laughs> All right. So the happy James. ending of, this, of the week comes from us here. Uh, a Memphis family was visiting Little Rock, Arkansas, for their daughter's seventh birthday, taking her and their other daughter to the water park and zoo there on Memorial Day. This is uh, so you know, obviously a while back here, but uh, when 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 they were ready to leave, they put the two girls in the vehicle, and the mother, who was pregnant, sat in the driver's seat while her husband packed up the car in the parking garage. However, an attacker had other ideas, and he came up to the man. Struck him multiple times, tackled him to the ground, then came up to the wife who started wailing on her. The wife <laughs> drew her gun and shot the attacker in the neck, which, hey, we were talking about neck shots, right? <laughs> yes, we were. <laughs> yes, we um, were. She said, we never knew what really what he was really planning or anything. Uh, it was if he was trying to kidnap our girls or just trying to steal the car or what. The wife suffered contusions on her forehead and the father had a fractured rib. Unfortunately, the assailant remained in the hospital and, and didn't do a total happy ending. But the happy ending, of course, uh, the mother saved her whole family, basically, by neck shooting this scumbag who, for no reason, obviously, he was going to try and steal the car and take all the, you Oh, know, yeah. But he, got, he, he got one in the neck, missed his carotid. And <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, happy ending of the week. And trust me, there's you can get these stories – Every week, every I got week, this one from a day. while back, obviously. But and I, sometimes, Clay, I take it back to the '60s, even right from the from the. We uh, did, yeah, archives. that was a pretty good story. Yeah, too. <laughs> and there's some violent son of a guns back then too. So you yeah. can't believe how many stories there are out there like that. Yeah, we're not we're never gonna have a shortage of them. So no. Yeah, hey Clay, I just seen your text here on this group thing here. You yeah, like that? Huh? We got a lot of people who aren't listening. Who are our friends aren't tuned into guns in the 701 that are on <laughs> on uh Chinese commie TikTok or whatever they're doing. Yeah, so hey guys, appreciate you guys. Thanks. <laughs> uh I'm gonna point out one thing here, guys. Uh Zach he ordered did an order here, so I'll show you what he got here. here's what here's the design he had there on the one. Go. Uh we do have that. Uh we don't have any made up, but if you need something like that, we can do it. If you got a suggestion, uh most likely I can probably accommodate something like that. Uh, but you'd have to contact me personally and and uh, see what we can get done if you're looking for something. But yeah, yeah. All right, also... Clay, I got I got another text too. Of somebody heard it. Uh, my buddy, my boss actually, TJ said I was listening. Okay, that's yeah. that's good to hear. That's Appreciate good to that, hear. Tommy J. <laughs> <laughs> he can multitask. Throw this out here. Uh, we're down now to I think like 125 tickets if I counted up right after the. I County still got Fair. some too. And, and Jamie's, well, I think that includes the ones you got. I got oh, everybody's please. tickets. So if you still want some, there are some left. Uh, I'm hoping to sell these out by the 16th when our annual meeting takes place. But it's the Grant Sioux County Farm Bureau, North Dakota Farm Bureau raffle, Noreen AR-10. These are manufactured in Belgrade, Montana. And, guys, these are Primo AR-10s. Chambered in 30-odd-6, customized steel plates engraved by a Engraving. Of course, we did a Cerakote, a black Cerakote on that gun. This is a user's gun. This baby's ready to rock and roll. It's only one-on-one produced. 
and tickets are twenty dollars each. There's a limit of five hundred. Like I, said, I think I was, it was like one hundred twenty-five or six tickets when I counted them up. So, yeah, yeah, it's a hunting rifle. It's a thirty. It's definitely a hunting rifle. Get yourself a buck, Ted. Get out there and uh, get your wall hanger with that sweet piece right there. Yeah. Oh, and Whalen put out there. I think yeah, he said. Uh, Stop by. Let's see what they got here. Stop at River City Sports. He's yeah. got tickets there. So stop in, see Waylon, ask for Waylon. Department. And he will get you set up with some fine tickets, guys. He's got four. Waylon will talk some guns and hunting with you, too. So awesome. David's got one left at 1760 Sports. And then Jamie's got. So we've got them in the Bismarck Mandan area. If you need them, you can go ahead and grab them right there. But uh, you bet. I'm pretty sure we're gonna get get rid of that. Uh, Whalen, wow, yeah, I've got six books. So awesome, man! That's yeah, awesome. Whalen. Yeah, like people said, um, Obama and and uh, and Joe Biden were gun salesmen of the year. I think Whalen, our buddy <laughs> Whalen Turner's here, uh, good guy, big supporter of the show. I think he's the he's the raffle ticket salesman. We might have to have him join Farm Bureau down there in Grant <laughs> County. <laughs> Sell them all. It makes my odds worse. <laughs> oh, what's that? I don't see Marty Wood. I can't read that comment on the bottom there. What's that? Oh, Marty? Let me look here. I could see Marty crossing. Oh, something. there it is right there. I can see Marty crossing the river in a hollowed out cottonwood with a pack of dogs on point. <laughs> probably, Dude, probably. He's probably done it. Just nobody's seen it. I, I, I mean, I'd be, I wouldn't bet against it. I'm about, you know. And uh, if anybody's interested in any of our shirts, our gear, anything like that, hop on our website um, as as, way, as uh, Zach did. And, yeah, we've got stuff ready to rock and roll up there. Hats. Yeah. Co- so, uh, Zach, coozy. if you're still listening, that was a pretty easy procedure there for you. I know Clay's done a, a, I did a trial run. He said it was pretty easy. So Yeah, it and it looked like it uh, went through pretty easy. So, yeah, I don't know. Okay, good. David, I'll take 20 bucks off the next purchase. To whoever buys my last ticket, and there you go, there you go. <laughs> nice. Seventeen sixty Sports LLC. I think is that dot com. I don't remember, David. I don't remember off the top of my head. But if you go out there and you just search seventeen sixty Sports, I bet you it'll come up. I'm gonna try right. it right now. Well, we're bu- <laughs> we're at a buck forty. There just it is. about a buck forty five, Clay. So I will tell everybody. It's 1760sports.com. So 1760sports.com, that'll get you in touch with David, and he'll get you set up. All right. Got, and he'll order anything you want to, by the way. Yeah, I can vouch for it. <laughs> so, all right. I guess we'll call that a wrap. We want to thank our sponsors again, Law Auto Repair down there on 309 South Washington Street. Contact them, guys, at 701-258-6308. And, of course, the blind guy in North Dakota, Tammy and Wyatt do a great job. They'll get they're very professional and they'll hook you up with some great blinds. Visit blindguynd.com. Again, blindguynd.com. There it is right there. And they've been our Patriot uh, Company of the Week. So did some uh prairie dog shooting with the blind guy and the blind gal and my buddy Bill last week again down there on the Hepper Ranch. It wasn't as good as when we went the week before, but uh right. It was still pretty right. fun either way. It was a nice day and beats the hell out of uh, beats hell out of work any day when you're out there smoking prairie dogs with AR-15. That beats work that. any day, don't it? Yeah. yeah. And so. again, um, Friday, Clay, where are we going to be on Friday? We will be on Todd Mitchell. Mitchell in the morning, 5.50 a.m. radio, 7.40 a.m. mountains, 8.40 central. And I might, uh, I'm going to send you these. I don't know if I did yet, but I'm going to send you one of these. Has to do with some ATF stuff down in Florida. Maybe we'll talk about that on the Sounds show. Sounds good. And, uh, 
Yeah. Maybe uh maybe we'll to, we should do a poll this week though. Huh? AFT. We're gonna do a poll for I got a I got a poll, I'll tell you right now. It's gonna be uh we're gonna get some hackles riled up maybe if we want right. to discuss it clear. We're gonna talk about some public land. Ah, I love talking about <laughs> I know, I know it gets you going there. Public that's why I was like, I Clay's gonna like this one. You I know my opinion of it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> so, so um look tomorrow at some point I'm gonna have the new I'm gonna get the new poll up. We're gonna give it a good head start. And and once again, Clay and I aren't uh we're not gonna be on in the crosshairs Monday and, and 11th, which is actually Patriot day. day. Clay's gonna be our last yeah. day on on uh, in the crosshairs with Jay Dillon on KFYR plus again. Amica, we split not because yeah. of anything bad. It's just no. um, Clay and I are, are times, you know, our time constraints. I have a job. Clay's a rancher, and that's just the way it's going to be. We appreciate them having having us on there. For, we were on there yeah. since what, Clay? January, February. Oh, it's been about like six that. months. Yeah, and uh, had a great time with Jay Dillon. Um, I think we still need to try Jay's to do awesome, the Jay man. Dillon. Do the Jay yeah. Dillon versus Todd Mitchell. Uh, yeah, yeah, out, we so. can still definitely pull that one off for sure. And, and coming okay. up, I think in in October, I think about we're coming up on is when we're going to be on a year on, on yeah. Mitchell in the morning. So we've already been a year here. Uh, we're on episode. Yeah, we went past. We totally we kind of forgot even, about it here at the beginning of August. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun, we don't even know what's happening. Right? Yeah, yeah, but, that's why we get oh, hard to shut up. We keep going. So thanks, guys for everything for for following us and listening to exactly. us watching our videos and uh yeah um we're planning to maybe have a i don't know if we'll do that next week i might have to talk to jamie there's something come up that maybe wednesday might be a good time to have uh the, the bird hunting dog segment with wyatt i may have to skip out next wednesday i don't know yet yeah so. well if you do if you do skip out you give me a heads up we don't even i mean we don't need a week's heads up because no, i mean why i need to show you how to run this a little bit though yeah yeah we can do so. that but i mean as far as content i mean why it's yeah. uh, he's 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 a master at, at training bird dogs a big bird hunter his whole life and uh <laughs> i mean i guarantee we can, we can talk the whole hour and a half hour for and maybe we should just have him on anyway uh regardless but uh yeah anyway i'll talk we'll, we'll keep we'll keep everybody informed on yeah. that so for sure. All right. With All right, that, please. guys, I want to thank everybody again. Thank our sponsors. If you need tickets or gear, you know where to get it. Hit up gunsinthe701.com. we got all your great gear there. Order it up. Koozies, look at there. Hot off the press, right? You bet. <laughs> you <laughs> bet. Local country pa- designs. You bet. I say, by a local patriotic company that's yep. out. So I guess with that, we will let everybody go for this evening. Thanks for tuning in, and we will catch you guys next week. Don't keep your powder dry, everybody.